Hello. 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 Hello, my name is Matthew West, and I'm the host of this podcast. It's called the Matthew West Podcast. I really hope you like it. Hello. My friends, nothing like a pandemic to make you more health conscious than ever. Are you with me? These days, the West family has been making sure we're doing everything we can to keep the air in our home clean and toxin-free. Enter Simply Earth. This is an amazing company that we've fallen in love with. Their essential oil recipe boxes make it easy to master essential oils. At over $150 value, you're going to get four full-size essential oils and all the ingredients you need to make six natural recipes, all for just $39 when you subscribe. But check this out. These are not just essential oils that are going to help keep your air toxin-free. This company is on a mission to change the world, and here's how they do it. They're donating 13% of all their profits to help end human trafficking. I don't know about you, but that's a cause that the West family can get behind, and that's one of the main reasons we support this company. We're going to get our essential oils somewhere. We might as well get it from a company that we believe is changing the world, and we get to take part in that. Now, this is like one of those meal subscription kits, but it's way more fun and a lot less edible. You get 100% pure and natural Simply Earth ingredients delivered to your door. You get to follow the fun recipes in your Simply Earth essential oil recipe box and make products that you know will work because they are created and tested by certified aromatherapists. Now, these oils are the purest oils on earth, literally 100% pure, tested. Only the good stuff, no additives. Here's what you need to do. Enjoy a home free of toxins by going to simplyearth.com slash west and use the code west to get a free $20 gift card with your first recipe box when you subscribe today. That's simplyearth.com slash west and get a $20 gift card with your first recipe box when you use the code west and subscribe today. What's going on, my friends? How you doing? Welcome to the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West, and just like the song says, I really hope you like it. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, this is a special episode. Why? Because it's your show. The end of every month. Here we are at the end of March, and that means I'm turning the microphone around. I'm taking your calls. I'm hearing your stories, and I'm answering your questions. So if you don't like today's show, it's all your fault because you missed your chance to call in to the podcast hotline. But don't worry. At the end of every month. We'll do another episode just like this, and I look forward to hearing from you. But you guys showed up strong. You called in from all across the country, and I'm excited to hear from you. Today's theme, that's right, there's a theme. The theme is God on display, and you're going to understand by the end of today's episode why I chose that as the theme. But I was watching an online church service from Nashville, and the pastor was telling the story about Jesus healing the blind man. And the disciples asking why that man was born blind. Well, I'm not going to give the rest of that story away in case you haven't read that in the scripture yet, but you're going to hear more about that scripture and its significance. And really, most importantly, the the significant response that Jesus gave, the reason why this man was born blind, so that the works of God might be displayed through him. We're going to dive into all of that today, but what a great reminder for us as we look at our own lives and our own stories, and maybe 
wonder, God, why this or why that? Why is this going on in my life? Why did you make me the way that I am? Maybe we can begin to take on that new perspective and just like the blind man, have our eyes opened to the realization that maybe, just maybe, things are the way they are so that God could be on display for a lost and hurting world through my life. How cool is that? I think that sets the table for today's episode. So without further ado, let's go to the story house with you. Hey, Matthew, this is Jack Home from Springfield, Illinois. I just want to thank you for the music. Uh, Strong Enough has been my anthem for these past seven months. I was uh, diagnosed with cancer, and uh, the other day they recommended back to my doctor that I have uh, no surgery because they're not finding any trace of cancer. And uh, I'd like for you to give a shout-out to my wife, Kelly, who uh, she's been my rock through all this, uh, helping me with my appointments when I was sick. Man, I love your podcast. It's the best part of my Wednesday work day. So uh, keep doing what you're doing because you're inspiring us. Thank you, man. Bless your brother. Bye. I'm cheering for you. Let's hit. Let's go. Come on. Round of applause. Everybody listen to this. Make some noise for Jack. You know what? That's not enough applause. Come on. Here we go. I'm going to find some. Where's my producer? Can we uh, get some applause here? No? Okay. Let me find some on my phone here. Let's see what we got. There it is. There it is. Come on, praise God for Jack and what God has done through you. He is on display. I'm so glad to hear that he's done a miracle in your life. And here's the shout out to Kelly. I love that you said she's your rock. And you know what? We got to have those people in our lives who we know are going to be there in our weakest and weariest moments. Most of all, we know that God is our firm foundation, but aren't you thankful? And I can tell that you're thankful that he's put some people in your life, specifically Kelly, to take you to your appointments and be with you through every step of that journey. So I wish you all the best. Thank you for the kind words about the podcast and that song, Strong Enough. Jack, that is so awesome. We're praising God with you. Thanks for the call. How awesome is it to be reminded here at the beginning of our show that God is still on display by doing miracles even today. Miracles are not just for the pages of the Bible. In real time, in a real world, with real hurt and real diagnosis, God is still on display and he's doing miracles like that. So let's see who else is seeing God on display. My name is Jessica Tubbs and I live in Ithaca, New York. Um, God is always on display everywhere around me in my life, it seems, nowadays. He has, in the year when the virus has hit and people were living in fear, me and my family and our community decided to just trust God and go even deeper. And he has not only restored my family and my marriage, but he has also taken my family out of poverty and brought us into prosperity and all glory and all honor only can point to him. And I am blessed that I get to see him work every day in my community. I'm a leader for our teen youth group and I get to see him change teenagers' lives and for these teens to see him. And it is just amazing. That's beautiful, Jessica. Thanks for the call. I love that you're seeing God everywhere around you, even in the midst of what's been such a hard year. I love how you highlighted the importance of community and how you're rallying together. And just that testimony of God bringing you out of poverty and restoring restoring your financial situation. What an awesome message that is. I think of the scripture in Philippians. Uh, Let me look it up here, okay? It's right before Philippians 4.13, which would be Philippians 4.12. The often overlooked 
verse. And now listen to this, Philippians 4.12. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. Jessica, sounds like your story. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And then comes the scripture that our first caller just referenced a song called Strong Enough was inspired by, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So you know what it is to be in need, you know what it is to have plenty, and you've seen God on display in any and every situation. And now you're excited to help your youth group and others around you be paying attention to how God is on display in their life too. Awesome. Thank you for the call, Jessica. God bless you. I hope to be in Ithaca, New York someday soon to sing for you and do a concert. All right, let's take another call. Hi, Matthew. It's Christina from New Jersey. Honestly, the biggest way that God is on display right now for my life, and I hope you take this with as much meaning as it should have is just your stories and posts popping up on my Instagram and my Facebook. It's just incredibly inspiring how you've taken this pandemic and you've found a way to really reach out and touch people and share really meaningful content that always connects back to Jesus and our faith and I just really feel so inspired by so much and Your music really speaks to me and so many other people, and I really hope that you can even use this just knowing that even though it's about you and you're very humble and kind, it's just amazing what a vessel you have become for so many straight from our faith and our Lord. So keep doing what you're doing, and that is how God is present in my days. All right. Thank you. Bye. Man, Christina. Thank you so much. You don't know how much that call means to me, but I'm about to tell you how much it means to me. You know, I came across this quote, and I think it really sums up what my mentality has been in 2020 and even now in 2021, as all of us really collectively had to face head on a crisis like we've never experienced before. This is the quote I found, and it said this, if you're feeling helpless, help someone. And I don't know how to describe it any better than that, how I have felt this last year and a half is that so many times, especially in the heat of my own kind of personal battles with discouragement or anxiety, just realizing, okay, if you feel helpless, start by helping some other people. And that has been exactly what my prayer and my hope has been. By opening up our home as a family, we decided that for anybody who's lonely out there and isolated during quarantine, we're going to do quarantine quiet time and we're going to go live and broadcast and welcome people into our home. And we're going to use social media for all the evils of social media. We're going to shine a bright light on the positives of social media. And, you know, as a follower of Christ, you don't want to avoid the darkness. You want to flood the darkness with light. And I was talking to actually an upcoming guest on a podcast episode who was just an amazing counselor. And I was encouraging him because he was talking about how he wrestles with how active he should be on social media. And I was telling him that when I go to his account, he speaks life to me. And I'm like, man, that was actually five minutes on social media that that really 
lifted me up and pointed my eyes towards Jesus. And so I think there's such a thing as, imagine this, God can use anything to bring him glory. And so what you just described is really an answer to prayer that in the times where I have felt helpless, and that's been on more than one occasion, I've felt helpless in 2020. And and now even as this year has begun and life's still not back to normal, I'm just trying to keep my eyes on Jesus and then help someone else. And when I'm helping somebody else, I'm taking my eyes off of my own circumstances. Imagine that. So that may be a good lesson for somebody else to write down. Write down that quote. If you're feeling helpless, help someone. And I'm so glad to hear that the podcast and maybe social media posts or the virtual concerts have helped you stay positive. Now turn around, Christina, and go help someone else, and you're going to feel flooded with purpose in your life. So God bless you. Thanks for that awesome call. Let's take another. Hi, Matthew. My name is Noah, and I'm 14, and I'm from Illinois. My mom got tickets to see you last year for her birthday, but then Corona happened. Could you sing her happy birthday to her? Her name is Jenna, and her birthday is March 26th. She is a science teacher and works really hard. Thank you. Have a good day. Well, we just saw God on display through Noah. Noah thinking about his mom and showing some love to his mom. Noah, thanks for the call, dude. That is awesome. And I am so sorry that show got canceled. So you tell your mom that hopefully that show is going to get rescheduled and you guys come and see me in a concert. I love that. You just... You just showed us what it looks like to be thinking about somebody else. And I can tell you love your mom a whole lot. You love her enough to call into the podcast hotline and just, you shot your shot, man. You said, hey, maybe, maybe Matthew will sing happy birthday to my mom. And I'm sorry, Noah, but uh, I'm not going to do it. Just kidding. Of course I'm going to do it. All right. Every listener right now, join me. Sing for Jenna. Do it for Jenna and Noah. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jenna. Okay, that went off the rails. I I need to get back on tour. Happy birthday to you. Thanks for the call, Noah. And uh, Jenna, if you're listening right now, if that doesn't fill up your heart to know how much your son loves you, I don't know what will. Also, shout out to all the teachers out there. I'll tell you what, my prayers are with you daily. Great call. Let's take another. Hey, Matthew. It's Deborah Denley from Crystal Lake, Illinois. I was just curious, what has inspired you the most over COVID and spending so much time with your family? Great question, Deborah. Thanks for the call. Here's a few things that come to mind when you ask me that question. What's inspired me the most? Well, one of the things has been the possibility of reinvention, the reminder that the God I serve is not a one-dimensional God and neither are the things he creates, right? And so when one door for me to use the gifts God has given me was closed, which was going on tour, I loved touring and I still do, but that door was closed and just to see God on display in my life by opening my eyes and giving me new lanes of creativity. You know, I think I've used the word pivot more times than an NBA basketball coach might this past year and a half. But so it was inspiring to dream new dreams, right? And to realize that, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to be able to go on tour. And when that began to settle in, that thought that it's not just going to be a two-week or a three-week or even a two-month delay, but this is going to be a while. Now, I just got to go do some shows in March, and it was an incredible experience, but it was still nothing like 
the usual touring that we do. And so I think that's one of the most inspiring things, launching this podcast in the past year. And then guess what? Launching that podcast led to even more sources of inspiration, which was these engaging, fascinating conversations with people who inspire me. I think this is episode 38 that we've done, and that marks all these really cool conversations with people who've challenged me and helped me grow. And then, of course, this episode at the end of every month, I leave so inspired by getting your calls and hearing your stories. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. Now, of course, you mentioned my family, and and I have to say, too, the blessing and the beauty and the inspiration that came from having this time given back to me and my family, time that would have found me on airplanes, in tour buses, on stages, in arenas and churches across the country, instead found me in my living room playing uh, Nintendo Switch in the kids' playroom, going for a walk with my dog and having a slower pace of life which is hard for me to do, by the way. So even my slow pace is still a brisk walk at best. But, you know, just that time with my family, I like to say that there's a piece of my my wife and my daughters are, are kind of in every song that I sing. You know, one, because I know they're supporting me and they are the ones that allow me to go and be creative, but, but just they inspire everything I do. So I've seen God on display in the beautiful time and the closeness that I've had with my family. And when you guys hear some of these new songs that I'm writing during this season and have written, when I release a new record, first of all, I can't wait to release a new record so that you guys can hear. You're going to get an even greater glimpse inside of just exactly what has inspired me and how I've seen God on display during a really difficult year. And uh, I got a feeling some really beautiful music is going to continue to rise up from all the artists who uh, we get inspired by rainy days and we've been blessed with the whole year of rainy days in a sense. And so I know some music is going to rise up out of these ashes of a busted up year. And uh, I can't wait to share the songs that God's inspired me to write. Of course, you've heard Quarantine Life and Take Heart and some individual songs, but guess what? There's a whole lot more where that came from. Thanks for the call. Hello, Mr. West. My name is Tyler, and I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I struggle with a porn addiction that has been a part of my life for 15 years. I am from Toledo, Ohio. I've been scared to make this call, but I wanted to let you know that last month I reached one year of sobriety. I wanted to thank you for your music. It's gotten me through a lot of the hard times. I truly can't thank you enough, and I just wanted to let you know that you have made a huge impact in my life. Thank you. Speaking of what inspires me, it's calls like that. It's stories like that. It's somebody daring to let the truth be told, just like you did, Tyler. Thank you so much for the call. We are celebrating with you. I'm celebrating with you this milestone of one year of sobriety, and I know that God has great plans for you. This quote comes to mind after I listened to your call. This is the quote that I remembered from one of my favorite authors, Brennan Manning. Okay, so I'm just going to read this for you and anybody else who's out there listening. Notice Tyler said he was scared to make this call, right? And that's what shame can do to us, right? It'll make us hide the parts of our stories that are less than perfect or less than put together, but we don't have to be owned by that shame anymore because our sins have already been purchased and paid for, right? And so listen to this quote from Brennan Manning. In a futile attempt to erase our past, we deprive the community of our healing gift. If we conceal our wounds out of fear and shame, our inner darkness can neither be illuminated nor become a light 
for others. The reason why that quote came to my mind, Tyler, is because by just calling in like this and, and sharing your victory story in one year of sobriety, you're not trying to conceal your wounds. You're actually doing what Paul did. He boasted in his weakness, and in doing so, you know that God can be on display through you, and you can be a light for others. So Tyler, I appreciate you, dude. I'm inspired by you, and I wish you all the best. My son and his wife recently had my first grandchild silently born into heaven after 23 weeks of pregnancy. His name was Henry Isaac. I was really mad at God um, because my first son had trouble in this area with infertility in his wife. And I was so excited when my second son got pregnant right away. And I kept hearing with my first son, just wait, wait and see. God has amazing things for you. So I was so excited when they first got pregnant. And it was just so very sad when I would never hear his name called by his mom or his dad. And my God on display story is that I was sitting on a plane on the way to Tucson, Arizona, and there was a little boy behind me and his name was Henry. And I'd never, ever met a Henry, a little boy, and I've worked in childcare for 32 years. So just hearing his mom talking to him, talking to Henry was just, it just touched my soul. And then on the way home from Tucson, the exact same family was actually right behind me. He was actually kicking my seat all the way home. And I just wanted to say, keep kicking my seat because you're just making my soul feel so good. I've been hearing his name, Henry, behind me. That is my story about God on display. Thank you, Matthew West. I love your podcast and your songs. They touch me all the time when I listen to them. Thank you. Wow. Thank you for that call and for sharing that story. I didn't catch your name. You didn't leave your name. Maybe that was intentionally done because you wanted me to remember instead the name Henry. And now I understand why. And so... I'll certainly remember the name Henry, and I love how God orchestrates little moments like that. And don't you believe that, that it is not a coincidence that that little boy was kicking your chair and his name happened to be Henry? I love that. You know, imagine how hopeless life would feel if we chose never to believe that moments like that were anything more than just happenstance, you know? I'm sure there's a more eloquent way I could say that, but... I just choose to believe that God is involved in every little detail. They always say the devil's in the details. You know, that's one of those cliches that, you know, I don't even know what it means, but I'll tell you this. I know that my God is involved in the details. I know that he knows when one of his children are hurting. I know that he knows that, that you're grieving and you're, you're grieving the loss of your grandchild. And he knew that in that moment he was going to get your attention and you were going to see God on display and the fact that he loves you enough to let you hear the name of your beloved grandchild who you're missing so much. So thanks for sharing that. And thanks for joining me and believing that God is on display in every little detail, even in the name Henry and the little kid kicking the back of your chair on an airplane. That's beautiful. Thanks for the call. Hi, this is Harvey Makos. I just want to share how much the last quarantine time meant to me and my family. I happened to tune into it. My mom has passed away, and 
listen to your dad talk about the, how to grieve as Christians. That helped me so much from that day on that I got to share the scripture verse that was on that podcast, First Thessalonians 4, 13. I shared it with the, funeral, the entire funeral home and kind of used that description of how as Christians we should receive and it really helped me a lot get through that time that I had on, on Saturday at the funeral. So I thank you guys very, very much at the bottom of my heart and the whole family for being there for us. Hey, good to hear your voice, my friend. Thanks for the call, Harvey. And on behalf of the West family, I just want to say how sorry we are to hear about your loss and another call where I can tell somebody's been grieving. I'm so glad to hear that my dad's words encouraged you, and more importantly, God's word and the verse that you're referencing in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 is the reminder that when we grieve, we don't have to grieve like people who have no hope. In fact, it says in verse 13 and 14, it says, and now dear brothers and sisters, we want you to know what will happen to the believers who have died. So you will not grieve like people who have no hope. We can grieve and yet still have hope. And I know sometimes words like that can feel like little comfort in the middle of our grief and yet let it be true still, right? So even in the middle of our grief, let us remember that even in our grief, because of Jesus and what he did on the cross and because of the hope of heaven that he has promised us, we are never without hope, even in the depths of our own grief. So Harvey, I appreciate you letting the truth be told. Thanks for sharing that story. Thanks for calling. And hey, we want to be there for you guys. That's what this is all about, this podcast or our weekly live devotions, even the music, whatever it is, we hope to be just an outpouring of encouragement and support. And this is probably a great time for me to just remind you that if you're in the middle of a grieving chapter, if you're in the middle of a broken chapter, if you're struggling with an addiction, I mean, these are some calls that we've already dealt with. I just want to always make sure that you know about our ministry that my dad and I have called Pop We, P-O-P-W-E. And listen, this ministry is in place for you. We want to do life with you. When the podcast episode ends, Pop We is there for you. When the concert's over, our ministry Pop We wants to be there to continue the journey with you. When the song on the radio is ended, you still have a place to go where we are going to be praying for you, sending you weekly devotionals to keep encouraging you in your faith and just supporting you, helping to get you connected to a recovery center if that's what you need, or a counselor if that's what you need. I wanna encourage you to take us up on this offer and know that we are with you. At the very least, send us your prayer need at popwe.org slash prayer, and know that thousands of people around the country will be lifting you up so that you too know that there's never a situation where you are without hope. So go to popwe.org if you wanna find out more about that ministry. And Harvey, thank you for the call. We're gonna be praying for you and your family. Spring is in the air. Can you feel it? Can you smell it even? Come on, breathe in with me. Ready? You know what that is? That's the smell of allergies. That's right. That's the reminder that you need some Zyrtec. But I'm not here to talk to you about Zyrtec. I'm here to talk to you about KiwiCo. And here's why. Because the West family starts making all these plans to be outside 
during the springtime, and then the weather doesn't agree and it messes up our plans. That was the case yesterday, and all the canceled practices and games found us indoors whether we wanted to be or not and reminded us of how thankful we are for KiwiCo. With a KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a new crate full of fun science and art projects every single month. For trailblazing toddlers to more experienced explorers like my kids and every stage in between. Now, my favorite project so far was the spin art project. My youngest daughter, Delaney, loves arts and crafts. And this project actually brought me back to some of my favorite childhood memories. And the two of us had an amazing time together. And neither of us had our phones or iPads in our hands. And that was really special. But KiwiCo has tons of new projects constantly coming out, and I'm super excited to try some more. You can cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every single month. Everything's shipped right to your door, and there's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel at any time. Listen, you know if you're a parent how hard it is to find new creative ways to keep your kids busy while stretching their brains, especially now, right? Well, KiwiCo does all the legwork for you so you can spend more quality time time tackling projects together. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code WEST at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Use promo code WEST, put down the devices, pick up KiwiCo, and make some memories with your kids. Hey, my friends, you don't need me to tell you this. We already know what a hard year 2020 has been. For many of us, maybe the hardest year we've ever had to face. If you're anything like me, you've had more than one moment where you felt like your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health have been threatened or weakened. If I'm being honest, I've been humbled time and time again in 2020 by this reminder that, you know what? I can't make it through this life on my own. There's some things I can't fix. There's not enough self-help books in the stores to help you and me rise up and face every battle that we're going to face. The truth is this, we all need help. And that's why I want to tell you about my friends at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. They want to help you and me answer some life-defining questions and get the help we need. Questions like, what interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? This is what BetterHelp wants to do. They're going to help assess your needs and then match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll get to send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. My friends at BetterHelp have licensed professional counselors who are specialized in areas like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, and the list goes on. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know what the goal is. The heartbeat is to help you wherever you are in the story of your life, to be encouraged and for you to know that God has so much more for you. And sometimes it takes letting the truth be told, taking an honest look at your life and then reaching out to get the help you need because guess what? You're not alone. We all need help. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash MWP. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MWP. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MWP. 
Hi, Matthew West. This is Mackenzie Trainer. I am from Kingston, New Hampshire. And my question to you is, what inspired you to write the song, Truth Be Told? What's up, Mackenzie? Thanks for the call. New Hampshire. I love New Hampshire. I love New Hampshire in the fall. The leaves, the foliage. Foliage is one of my favorite words, by the way. It's a good word. One of the things I've always noticed about New Hampshire and a lot of the East Coast, but maybe specifically in New Hampshire, I always feel like they're more of a Dunkin' Donuts place than Starbucks. More Dunkin' Donuts than Starbucks is what I've always thought out there. Tell me I'm wrong. Call the podcast hotline if you're from New Hampshire and you disagree, but the people I've known who are from New Hampshire, they look down on Starbucks and they choose Dunkin' Donuts instead. All right, let me get to your questions. So I've talked a lot over the last months sharing the heart behind the song Truth Be Told. We've done uh, a six-week video devotional series on Truth Be Told. Mackenzie, I want to encourage you to check that out on YouTube or on my socials. I'll dive in deeper in that video series. But really, the heart of this song is about being learning how to be led by grace more than shame. And instead of always trying to pretend that I've got my act together, realizing that that pretending can actually become a prison, that prison of trying to keep up the perception of perfection. And yes, I realize I just used a lot of words that start with the word P, but you know, wanting to break out of that prison and to realize that God loves me just the way that I am. And maybe, just maybe, God could be on display in my weaknesses and not just my gifts or my strengths. Imagine that. Let me give you this scripture. It's really going to sum up the heart behind truth be told. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. Now, in 2 Corinthians, Paul talks about how he had a thorn in his flesh. This was a weakness, right? It was never revealed exactly what that thorn in his flesh was, but he did say that he pleaded with God over and over again to remove it, right? He didn't want that weakness, and none of us want the weaknesses that we have. But this is what God said in response to that. This is what he said to Paul. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly, Paul said, about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Imagine that, not just trying to cover up your weaknesses, but boasting all the more gladly about your weaknesses. Why? Because you've tapped into this reality that God is on display in the not so perfect parts of your life. Even that is something God can use and he can be on display. So that's the heart behind Truth Be Told. I hope it's speaking to you, Mackenzie, and I hope it encourages you to boast all the more gladly about your weaknesses because nobody is perfect. God knows that and he shines through the less than perfect parts of our stories. Can I get an amen? What a great show this has been so far, and it's all thanks to your calls. My heart is literally so full right now. We're going to close out today's show in a little bit of a different way for our end-of-the-month episode. I've got a caller who's going to call in, and we're going to get the chance to have a special conversation. Now, this is a young man who knows full well what it looks like to have God be on display in his life. And I'm so glad that our paths crossed. He came up to me after a concert, he broke through security, and he wanted to tell me his story. And his story turned in to a song on one of my records. I'm not gonna say much more, but let's go ahead and get this guy on the phone. We're gonna welcome him to the story house. He's an amazing young man named Tim Beagley. Tim, how you doing today, buddy? Great. What's going on? What's happening in Georgia? A lot of uh, quarantine life right now. 
Somebody should make a song about that. When I introduced you, I said that our friendship is really proof that there is a God because a Braves fan, an Atlanta Braves fan, and a Chicago Cubs fan have somehow found some common ground and were able to call each other friends. Do you, do you agree that, that that's a real sign that God is real? Yes. And another uh, sign that God is real is that I was able to break past security and meet you. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly how we met. I was uh, finished up with a concert, and all of a sudden I see this young man buzzing up to me in a motorized wheelchair. About ran over my feet, by the way. Do you have anything you want to say about that? You want to apologize now or later? I don't know about apologizing, <laughs> but I do know that uh, it was sometime later at a concert when I was hanging around with you uh, at a meet and greet after a show, yeah, a woman came up to me and said, hi, Tim. I don't know if you remember me, but I'm the head of security <laughs> that you blew past my security folks at that concert. I mean, it's not like you were on a covert operation. I mean, people could see you coming in your in your wheelchair, but how did you manage to get by security to come and say hi to me? Well, we were at the concert. We were invited by friends of ours. My mom turned around to say goodbye to our friends at the end of the concert, and I had heard you say that you wanted to hear people's stories. And I saw a group of people down by the stage. I think it was God told me to go down there, but I just took off and headed that way. And zipped up to you and uh and we started talking it took my mom and uh my friends a few minutes to find us i am so glad that happened <laughs> well that makes both of us buddy i mean i figured you just ran over the security guards feet and they just finally gave up too but man you came up to me with such a determination and so that's right so at the concert because at a lot of my concerts you know at most of my concerts, I talk about the power of story. I talk about how God can speak through your story, no matter what kinds of chapters you have or obstacles you might face. God can use your story in a powerful way. And I remember that when you did come up to me, you said, hey, I heard you like stories. I want to tell you mine. Isn't that what you said? Yes. Tell the listener a little bit of the story that you shared with me, because I was so inspired by it that it made me write a song for you, and I've been so inspired by your testimony and how God's used you to do great things, and that's why I wanted to have you on this podcast. I wanted you to be able to share your testimony, because I know other people will be inspired by it as well. When me and Matthew met, I told him how God used me daily, and I never would have thought. I told him my my favorite Bible verses, John 9, 1 through 3, the disciples were walking with Jesus down the road, and they saw a blind man. The disciples asked Jesus, was the man born blind because of what he did or what his parents did? Jesus said, neither. <laughs> this man was born blind so that my glory can be shown through him. I remember that. I remember you quoting that scripture. You had it memorized, and then you had a giant smile on your face as if you knew exactly what that scripture meant. I do. Were you diagnosed with cerebral palsy at birth? It was a couple years after. As an infant, though, is when your parents realized something was going on and you received a diagnosis of CP, correct? 
Yes. And that's something that, you know, you've had to deal with your entire life. I Am I right in remembering that you said you don't like the word disability? Well, my my view on that has changed because of the the internship that I had with uh, Georgia State last fall. It was part of the Georgia Wind program, the Leadership and Education and Neurodevelopmental Disabilities program, where we taught people that wanted to work in a career with someone with a disability, like physical therapy students, occupational therapy students, teachers, doctors, lawyers, how to work with people with disabilities. And one of our big, big things was not being afraid around the stigma of the word disability. And so that changed your thinking a little bit, because I remember when you made a comment that I loved, but you had talked about, you know, you know, you saw your disability as an opportunity, basically. Yes. And that's kind of how you've lived your life. That, that's exactly how you've lived your life since you were a little kid. Can you talk about some of the obstacles? You know, how is life different for you than it than it is for for somebody without CP? One of my mentors likes to say all the time, you have two choices in life. You can either be obedient to an opportunity or chase an outcome. And for me, it's really seizing every opportunity that God gives me. And so how have you chosen to be obedient to an opportunity? This is really all God. Back in the summer, after my internship with Georgia State was over, I really was taking time to pray um, and ask God what was next. And Well, hold on a second. You can't skip over this huge detail. You graduated from college, correct? In 2016, I graduated from Reinhardt University with my associate's degree. Congratulations. And in 2018, I got my chaplain certification, my professional coach certification, and my bachelor's degree. That's incredible. And so you were asking the Lord, you, what's next? After all that, I mean, you could have, you know, you could have just sat back and taken a little break. I mean, that that's a pretty long list of accomplishments, but uh, you're asking the Lord what's next for somebody who's listening right now who's never met you and maybe doesn't even know much about cerebral palsy, but a day in the life of Tim Beagley is a day spent in what way? Like how, you know, I know you're in a, a wheelchair most of your day, right? Can you talk a little bit about one of the things that you shared with me at the very beginning, and it was apparent just from talking to you uh, when I first met you, was that you, I want to say you described it as that you you feel like you have to fight with your muscles. Fighting my muscles is a moment-to-moment challenge. Same with talking, right? Yeah. I mean, I know you've kind of described it that you, you're sort of having to fight to get the words out. You know what you want to say, right? Yes. But that's a challenge for you every day. Yes. Would you say conversations like this, like, do they stress you out on some level, just being honest? like, Yes, um, and I, it makes me feel better that Marcus is uh, recording this and we'll be able to edit it and, uh, <laughs> and, and probably make uh, all three of us sound a lot better than we do. <laughs> that's that's uh, studio magic. But this podcast is all about real life, too, and real stories and real difficulties that we face. And that's why 
I wanted you and your voice and your story to be heard on this podcast because you fight with your muscles and you fight with your words and and that's a challenge for you on a daily basis. You have a therapy dog. What's your dog's name? His name is Ringer. Ringer. He's technically uh, called a service dog and he he's not technically a therapy dog. We don't really like that term because a therapy dog those words together have really been thrown in the mud and distorted because of what the community thinks about therapy and emotional support dogs. And your mom and your dad are the sweetest people, and uh, I've gotten the chance to get to know them, and our families have gotten to know each other, and they're a big help to you on a daily basis. Yes, huge. I wouldn't be where I would be today without my parents and without the support system that I've had. At the very beginning of our time talking together, you quoted that scripture, how Jesus said, no, this man was born blind so that my glory could be displayed through him. That scripture, I can understand why that resonates with you, because you've probably at different times in your life asked God the same question that the disciples asked Jesus about the blind man, right? Why was I born this way? Why do I have to go through this? Have you had times like that where you've asked God that question, and what has brought you comfort when you've asked those questions? How do you feel God has answered that question over the course of your life? God's timing is impeccable, and He never never goes wrong. Time and time again, I've seen what God can do and how He uses people. In 2010, me and Dad decided to go on a uh, road trip, and we were riding through the mountains of New York, and we were turning the channels on the radio just to see what we could get. And there was a lot of stacks, so we couldn't get many. But the one station that came up was um, Dr. James Dobson was interviewing a young man with cerebral palsy. He um, quoted John 9 scripture, and that really resonated with me. And that's why that verse, those verses resonate resonated with me to bring up to you that day. Basically, you know what I love is our stories. When we tell our story, it's like throwing a stone in a pond. There's that ripple effect. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So someone on a radio program didn't know that you'd be listening, and yet you were, and you committed that scripture to heart. And that was a way that the Lord showed you or answered your question, why? Why, God? And now you come up to me, you tell me your story. I wind up writing a song inspired by your story called Wonderfully Made, uh, which obviously comes from that scripture in Psalms. And I know you know that well. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That will always go down as Tim's song. But here you are now getting the chance to share your story and to be an encouragement to other people. I'm willing to bet, just like everybody else, Are there some days that you wake up and all the positivity, all the encouragement, even that you're giving during our time talking, do you still have some days where you wake up and go, come on, like why? Or days where you're tempted to quit? Just like real talk, like how, what are those days like? Do you have them? Absolutely. In 2014, I was in so much pain for about a year. I had numerous days where I just wanted to die. I knew heaven was going to be a better 
place for me than, than living in that amount of pain. And I didn't really see how God was going to be able to use me in that way because I was so negative and I was really mad at the world. But to know that God can get anyone through anything and turn rocks into diamonds, it's a huge encouragement to me. What you just shared, like, that's some honest stuff. And I know that that's going to speak to somebody right now who's mad at the world or maybe even wondering, like, dude, I was just on social media earlier today and a comment came through the notes, Tim, and it said, I'm having suicidal thoughts. And it literally, and like there's thousands of comments coming in. I remember you saying that on Quarantine Quiet Time. Yeah, and I'm in the middle of this broadcast and I'm like, hey, whoever just posted that, because then it just disappears. And I'm like, hey, whoever just posted that, your story's not meant to be over. God still has a plan for you. But I felt helpless to help. So here's what I want to ask you. One last question, all right? So somebody else right now is mad at the world for their condition, their situation, their obstacles, the thing that's out of their control, somebody else who's maybe questioning, God, am I really fearfully and wonderfully made? Really, God? Was this your idea? What do you have to say to that person? I was there mad at the world and not wanting to live. And I see now how God can use even our broken pieces to make a masterpiece. I know God will do great things through you if you give him control, complete control. Tim, you're a good dude, man. I don't care if you're a Braves fan. I don't even care what your parents say about you. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I know they love you. And uh, you're a great dude with a great family and a powerful story to tell. And I want to thank you for coming up to me at that concert all those years ago, for sharing your story with me then and for letting me be a part of your story now. And I hope to encourage you to know that God is using the story of your life to impact so many other people. So you keep going strong, and uh, thanks for being an encouragement to us today. You're welcome. All right, my friends, that's our show for today. I want to thank all of you who called into the podcast hotline, sharing your stories, sharing how you're seeing God on display really just inspiring stuff. And thank you so much for making it special. I tell you, I wish I could get to every single call that has come into the podcast, but if you didn't get onto this show, please just call in again. You know, every month I I, I kind of enjoy doing these different themes. So even if you have an idea for a certain theme that you want this end of the month episode to be about, it really felt like an appropriate theme to be about God on display because we've got to be reminded to have our antennas up, our eyes open, our heads up, looking up and looking around and being reminded that God is always working and he's always on display. I want to thank my buddy Tim Beagley, man. How awesome is that guy? Uh, Go listen to the song Wonderfully Made. And when you listen to it, you'll know that is Tim Beagley's song. And you can be reminded of what Tim shared, you know. The works of God can be displayed through each and every single one of us. And I say this all the time, but we just might be surprised by which parts of our stories 
God is getting ready to shine through in the brightest way. So with that, remember, it's your story for his glory. That's exactly what we're saying. Your story for his glory. Let God be on display through you today so that somebody else may find hope in a moment where they need it most. God bless you guys. You're the best. I'll see you next week. Seriously, I, I, I do. <laughs>